0: Thank you, great King and Savior. I give you praise, Holy God. I give you praise, Holy God. In Jesus' great name and Jesus' great name. Thank you, Lord God. I praise you. God, give us the wisdom from heaven. In Jesus' name. All right, everybody said, Praise the Lord. We're going to take a look in the old book in this meeting tonight, and uh, I think we're going to look at first. Corinthians chapter twelve and verse thirteen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. First Corinthians chapter twelve. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, whether we be bond or free, and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Everybody said amen. Amen. I'd like to take just a few minutes and address you this meeting with uh, drinking until you're sober. How's that? Drinking until you're sober. You can be seated. The Lord bless you. Obviously, it boils down to what you're drinking, you know, what you're drinking, and uh, there are people all over that are just one drink away from going backwards and falling into a dark, dark pit, and they, they live with that knowledge, they live with that knowledge, and it's a not a fun thing to live with, and you want to keep it under your feet, you want to rise above it, and you want to maintain a balance and a good equilibrium. I want to say that, uh, and I know that there are those here tonight, I thought about having Sister Ann say something, there was a time in her life when she was a raging alcoholic and was in a terrible marriage, but uh, the Lord God had other plans and there are good plans. And I like that too because God has good things in store. He really does. And uh, when, you, when you get it in your mind and you get it straight that there is but one God and that His name is Jesus Christ and that He alone can really give us the change that we have need of, He made it crystal clear. He told people, You must be born again. Off water and of the Spirit. He made that clear to people and he said, without it you cannot see or enter into the kingdom of Almighty God. So there are some, somebody told me the other day they said we deal in absolutes and I thought I really like that because they weren't talking about the church, they were talking about their profession And um, but I thought well that's great because so do we. We deal in absolutes. It's It's not Uh, Once in a while it's not hit and miss. It's it's not something that there's an exception to. There is no exception in this. Jesus Christ made it clear that he was the door and if you're going to come in, you're going to come through him. There's not going to be any other way here. Not any other way whatsoever. Everybody said amen. People have tried to find all kinds of other ways and unfortunately they have failed miserably and they've falling back down on their face again. I went to college with a, with a guy who was a pretty big dude. And uh, one day I, I came to it. We all lived in, uh, you know, there were dorms, I guess you might call them, and uh, showed up. And I saw this guy, and said, my god, fa-. I thought he got in a fight with a professional boxman, got the dog beat out of him. He looked so terrible. And I was like, dude, what happened? He said, oh, I I just tripped over the curb. Well, what happened was he was so drunk that he tripped over the curb and fell flat on his face. Never got his hands out underneath him, and he was just that far gone. And, uh, you know, that's one thing to take place, but you can fall flat on your face in other ways and have a lot more damage in your life than just kind of messing up your looks a little bit. And I want to tell you that Jesus Christ wants to give you something to drink. And what he wants you to have a drink of is going to make you sober. And the Bible made it very clear that we are to be sober. It made it very clear that we have been drunken on the cares of this life. And we've been carried away with a whole lot of uh, detestable things and abominable things and things that just, uh, as the man going through the catacombs and all the dead ends he ran into one after another and along the way he was cutting himself on the sharp things of life. And uh, we, we do that. We do that. We, we, we're born in sin, and as was said tonight, and we've, we're certainly coming short of God's glory. And uh, we're not here but a few days, and our life is filled with trouble like sparks going up, what the Scripture said. And um, we don't even understand what's happening and why it's happening, you know. It was like Eve when God said, um, you know, you can have anything except for that. Don't mess with that. And sure enough, uh, the, very, the more subtle beast of the field, uh, the serpent came along and Satan is using him and he's always looking for somebody to use. And he began to use the serpent and communicated with Eve and, and got her to transgress and, and she made a conscious decision to go ahead and do what God said not to do. And in that taking place, what a mess fell upon them in their lives and everybody else. But you know what? The Lord wasn't going to leave everybody in the mess they found themselves in. The Lord made it clear, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to put something in your world that's going to help you out. And I'm so glad that God's offering me a drink. He said, come on and step up to my bar. Come on and step up to my table and watch what I've got for you. I've got a drink that will make you sober. I've got a drink that will straighten you out. I've got a drink for you that will put you in the body of Christ and absolutely help you out from day in and day out. I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. I'll be there in your weak moments. I'll be there in your tempting moments. I'll be there when the enemy comes around and tries to tell you, oh, God didn't really mean what he said. Come on now. Oh, no, friend. God said I'm going to be right there to strengthen you. I'm going to be there to hold you up and sustain you in your time of temptation and trouble. Come on. Give God a big hand. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. The thing about... Uh, the drinks of this world and the liquor of this world, the drugs of this world, and the many other things that a person can get involved with that are countless without number, those things will destroy you. Those things will mess you up. It'll seem like, and how did the Bible say, enjoying the pleasure of sin, but it's only for a moment. And you know, how many people have uh, wake up in the morning and can't barely remember what the night before, and they're ashamed of things that's gone on in their life? But I want you to know you come and you drink of this. It will place you in the body of Christ and you won't be ashamed of anything. You'll be so happy to be set free, made free, and that you're a part of something that's good and clean and righteous and holy and makes you happy. We are on a happy road. Oh, my friend, we're heading in the right direction. We're going to the right place. We're going to stay on that straight and narrow. God's going to keep us from turning right and turning left or going back. Oh, he said, I'll give you something that'll place you in the mighty congregation of Almighty God. Oh, yes, the body of Christ. By one spirit, that great outpouring of his spirit can take place in your life in any split second. Be seated. God bless you. You know, there was a bunch of people, and there was about 500 of them, above 500 of them, and uh, among them were many people that had many, many, many problems. And uh, many of them were alcoholics. And, uh, you know, they'd go to a wedding and, and they, uh, <laughs> they, they absolutely would leave that place tipsy. And, uh, yeah, tripping all over themselves. They were, they were drinking the, uh, that which was very fermented. It wasn't Welch's grape juice, honey, okay? They were, they were messing with some stuff and they were looking for that. And it's just like today. Everybody, what they're really interested about the wedding is, is the... Uh, the reception, that's what they're really interested in. They want a potty, and that's what it comes down to. But uh, you know, Jesus attended a wedding one day, and while he was there, he was with his mother and he was with his brethren, and um yeah, and a uh, funny thing happened that day. They they ran out of wine. It wasn't there wasn't any more wine, and, and it was an embarrassment to the bride and the groom and the governor of the feast. And uh, word got around to Mary, and Mary. Mary said to Jesus, said, uh, they have no wine. I love what he said to her. He said, woman, <laughs> what have I to do with thee? Well, we're going to find out what he's got to do with the church. We're going to find out. He put a little test out there in Mary's faith, and, and Mary just hung right in there and looked at the disciples and said, whatever he tells you to do, do it. And that was mighty good advice, you know, mighty good advice. And so the Lord said, well, I'll tell you what, you go get me a couple of jars over there, maybe three or four or five jars, and you get them all together and, and fill them up with water. Wow. Everybody was thinking right about then. Water. Man, we don't want any water. Who wants water? I don't care if you get it from Fiji. Wherever. We don't want any water, you know. And, uh, but, you know, they remembered Mary said whatever he tells you to do, you do it. So they went and they filled them up with water, and, and they were told, serve it out. Okay, these wonderful tests of faith, just do what you're told to do. Well, you know how how nice it is when people can just get compliant and start to flow and start to, and watch God work. And man, they gave that stuff out. Next thing you know, the governor of the feast made his way over to Jesus' table and he said, man, he said, you know, normally I've been told that people serve the uh, best first, you know said, but in this case, we've, we've got the best came last. And man, they got some wine that was so different, so unique. And that's what Jesus told his disciples that were among the above 500. That, that number that came down and shrunk down to about 120, when, when it came down to those that really were going to do what he said and that were going to follow his instructions. And he told them, you go, and I'm, I'm going to send you the best restaurant in town. You just get right up there in that upper room, and you're talking about getting something to drink. I've got something ready for you, and it's coming, and it's going to be, it's going to be brought to you in each one of you individually, and so they did, and boy, when it came and when it took place, and he told them, you make sure you get filled with it. You get this experience, and you get good and full, and drink to your heart's desire and maybe beyond. And they did, and it absolutely the the people of the uh, world were looking at them and seeing how they were acting, and they were they were absolutely so happy and so excited that they were intoxicated with joy, and and uh, they they accused them of being drunk. Well, that if you think in those patterns and that's your lifestyle, then that's what you're going to think. But that this was a whole different uh, different situation. This was new wine. This was a drink that Jesus said to make you sober. This is going to place you in the body of Christ. This is going to work everything out in your life and get you on a happy road, get you going to the straight and the narrow and to the gates that lead to eternal life. I'm going to give you a drink that will make you sober, that will get rid of the mess in your life, that will get rid of the quarreling and the bad temper and the arguments and all the different things that take place that make you ashamed. Oh, no, I'm going to give you something that makes you happy. I'm going to give you something that causes you to rejoice. And the writer said, again, I say to thee, rejoice. Amen and amen and amen. Give God a big hand. Come on. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, you can, uh, you can drink to your heart's content on this. And thank you for standing because I got the hint. Okay, time for me to quit. I got you. Uh, I know you don't mean that, but anyway, we'll wind her down. I want you to know how great it was when I personally received the Holy Ghost. <clears throat> and I was a nut. I was crazy. I was a hippie. I'd been to Woodstock. I've been involved with all kinds of things, gone all kinds of directions. You, y'all are too young, you don't even know what Woodstock is. I know. But whatever. Uh, I'm just saying, I went to crazy places, did crazy things, and had crazy friends. And, and uh, we weren't going anywhere except for the wrong place, shall we say, eternally. And uh, But, you know, I got invited, and I began to read the book. I had somebody today tell me, you, you got a Bible around? And he said, I, I'd like to start reading it. Grown man said that to me today. And I said, I'll, I'll make that happen. We can take care of that for you, and we're glad to take care of that for you. you don't have a Bible, come see me. I'll get you one. If I can, I'll get one for Brother Thomas but we will work it out. No, I don't think I will. I gave you one, didn't I? <laughs> All right. Not a good supplier over there. Okay. Everybody said praise the Lord. Praise but friend, I went to the altar, and there wasn't nobody there, but God was there. And then, and then uh, the gentleman and his wife came in with my wife that had uh, been witnessing to us and talking to us and trying to uh, get us through the steps that we could get to that place. And old oh, friend, I want you to know that night I got there I made it, I made it, I crawled practically to God's bar. I was that that drunk on the world and all the junk that I'd been involved with. But when I fell at his feet, when I came to that altar, when I gave it all up, and he gave me something to drink that sobered me right up, I want you to know. It gave me a happiness and a joy and an excitement, and that's been looking back, and if I was to look back, it would be 47 years near about, well, maybe a little over and I want you to understand I I don't care anything about turning back. Turn back to what? Turn back to drunkenness on the cares of this life and slop and hatefulness and, and, and bad temper and all that junk and wandering around in circles. Nothing to go back to. Everything is forward. Everything is going forward. Everything is, is straight ahead of us. Amen and amen and amen. Oh yeah. Happy, happy, happy to have this experience. Let's get let's get drunk till we get sober. Well, you say, let's drink of something that'll sober us right up, that'll straighten us right up, and put such a happiness in our lives. And that's what it's done, I'm telling you, for many, countless, countless people all over the world, all over the world. Thank God and thank God and thank God. Well, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, before you go tonight, I certainly want you to...